What is going on, everybody? My name is Nico. I'm joined today with Rico and Toby on the Enter the Chat Gaming Podcast, where we get together every week and talk about all things video games. It's been, it feels like it's been way longer than a week. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, Maybe it's because it's, of life right now, but it feels like it's yeah, been it's forever. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, it hasn't really been any different time-wise than what we normally wait to record these, but... For some reason, this felt like longer. Maybe it was the weekend, really, because you went out. I was wasn't home weekend. I don't know what Toby did. I don't know. Maybe he cleaned his room. No, no, yeah, it just feels like forever. So, what have we been playing this week, guys? What is up? Actually, first off, well, go ahead. Tell me what you've been playing, Rico, Toby, and I'll get to the housekeeping here in a sec. Well, let's see. What have I been playing? Uh, more Pokemon Unite, of course, because mm-hmm. that's. Still as addictive as it was when it came out. Uh, a little bit more Tribes of Midgard. I've been trying out the single-player mode, which is definitely easier than having a lot of people in one world. <laughs> I can say that much. Uh, what else? Oh, and I also decided to dive back into GTA Five Online because uh, the PS... the next-gen version, I don't know if it's, like, next-gen on Xbox. I just know the PS5 version. It's supposed to come out in, like, what, September or November? Something, Something that like ends that, with an yeah. ember. Sona ends with Ember. So I decided to dive back into that, especially since the new uh, Tuner update came in, came out, because let's face it, the biggest selling point of GTA Online is just getting all the fast, crazy vehicles. Yeah, that's basically like a Fast and Furious update, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. You know, a bunch of Tuner vehicles. There's like a Tuner meetup where you can like test drive cars, race other people, stuff like that. Yeah, I saw the trailer yeah, for it. It looked kind of cool. Oh yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty nice when I got on, and I'm just like, it was like three point eight million dollars has been entered into your maze bank account. I'm just like, oh, can I just read out the real word money? <laughs> Toby, how about you? What have you nice. been playing? Um, I've really only been playing Ghost of Tsushima, and that's my. That's about it. That's it, huh? What yeah. you thinking of Ghost so far? <laughs> um, wait, it's beautiful now. Like, yeah, so yeah, beautiful. Yeah. The 60 yeah. FPS is just yeah. so much different. The PS5 Dude, version even on... is absurd, yeah. It's not even the PS5 version, that's the thing. Well, yeah, it's but like... PS4 just... Pro it's upgrade. a PS4 Pro upgrade, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, 60 that... frames is just tasty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even on base PS4, it looked phenomenal. Yeah, more framey, but still it looked god-gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, the 60 frames is just killer on it. Uh, yeah, me... Just... What have I been playing? I played Flight Simulator. That's pretty neat. I didn't realize it was as crazy as it is. I think I talked about this a little bit last week, maybe. I don't remember who I was talking to about this. But, like, I had to play an freaking hour of the tutorials just before I could take off the ground and do a gameplay video for the channel. So I did that, and it's a good, it's cool. It's just cool. That's all I can say. I don't really care about, like, learning how to fly a plane. I just want to fly around right. and look at stuff because you can go anywhere in the world. And that's, it's really cool that they've, like, built the world from the ground up. So it, it, that was really cool. I played that. Uh, I haven't really touched the PS5, honestly. I haven't been playing that. I, shame on you. I know. I played a little bit more Pokemon Unite this week. I have to say, in terms of Pokemon Unite, I really like the game, but what's killing it for me is that it's not on other platforms, man. It's not on yeah. other... Like, most of my friends that I play games with on the daily are on Xbox, so that's usually the console that's on. 
usually the console, especially with as busy as I've been, you know, I have my nursing boards coming up. I've been studying, so I'm playing games that I can like play a game, study note cards between games, right? So right. everybody over there is playing, you know, Warzone, Rocket League, Apex, stuff like that. So I've been doing that kind of stuff. And if Pokemon Unite was on Xbox and my friends were playing it, I would be over the moon. I'd be still be playing it, but I haven't really. I played Gardevoir, and outside of that, I haven't really done a whole lot this week yeah. with it. And the thing that sucks is that it probably won't come out or come to other platforms aside from mobile just because of the Pokemon IP. And we know how Nintendo is with their IP. Yeah, I really wish. I I just wish it would come out on everything, dude. I think that would help the game phenomenally. I would just really... And it, it sucks because I really do like the game. But at the end of the day, I'm going to play where my friends are playing. And they're not on Switch. So I'm not too keen on like really spending too much time on it. I'm going to hop back in periodically because it is really fun. But... Like right now, it's just been like, I could turn on a switch and play by myself, but everybody else is playing games elsewhere. So I'm going to go there. Uh, What right. else? I've downloaded the Ascent and played some of that. And that surprised me. I've been following it for a while. And is that that uh, cyberpunk like, cyberpunk twin stick thing? shooter? Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I will say it's getting average scores on a lot of, you know, outlets and stuff. I've seen that. And I've seen tweets and it's like, oh, who? Who wants to play, you know, this Game Pass fodder? And in my eyes, it's getting like, you know, 75s on Metacritic and shit like that. And I'm like, what's wrong with a 75? That's an average game right there. I was like, that's, that is a game I'm willing to go, hmm, that didn't get too bad scores. Maybe I'll hop in and see if it's for me, you know? Yeah. I don't know why every game needs to be a 10 out of 10, you know, yeah. insane experience. Yeah, for me, the ones that I like, I'm more iffy on, like, I barely even like pay attention to metacritic really i just like only time i ever see it is whenever it pops up on twitter but like the only time like i'm really like iffy on games is like if they're down like in like the low 60s that's why i'm just like uh, maybe wait a little bit to check it out maybe till it's on sale if it's that bad yeah but some but like i said i hardly ever pay attention to metacritic unless it's something that pops up on twitter <laughs> But yeah, and then, um, but like overall, I'm really liking the game. I think it's really cool. Like it's got that cyberpunk aesthetic. It's definitely more into the like space kind of sci-fi versus what cyberpunk 2077 did with, you know, just right. kind of it being the future world. This has like aliens and different races and stuff like that. And it's really cool in that regard. It does have that, you know, night city kind of feel to it. But, you know, it's top down. It's a really basic twin stick shooter, but it's super fun with the the gameplay of it and the character progression. You get, you know, loot in like Diablo fashion and you can level up your character and have different skills and attributes and stuff like that. It's really, really fun. The story, I don't really give a shit about it. Honestly, they throw you in yeah. and it's it's kind of dull. They, they give you all these terms and like slang and stuff that they use in this world but they never go out of their way to explain what that means you have to go through every single dialogue option in the game to figure it out and i don't want to do that just tell me what they are what you're talking about because i have no frame of reference for this world you know so yeah that kind of irritates me so i've gotten to the point where i just like skip through all the dialogue and just go do the missions because that's really fun to me i think it's co-op up to four players or something and the game looks freaking nice it's crisp oh it looks so yeah, good I, 
I've seen screenshots and stuff, and I, I the setting definitely looks really nice. It, it it's pleasing to the eye. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Honestly, I'm gonna play a bunch more of it because it's just something like I just turned it on the one night I was bored, I couldn't sleep, and I was like, what am I gonna play? And I threw the ascent up, and I played it for like two hours and busted out a couple side missions, got some new levels for my character. It's just a good like kind of mindless grind, and it's super fun. So I really like right. that one. And then finally, I've been playing a lot as I normally do. Uh, I finally convinced everybody because we were playing Warzone this week and the hackers are unreal. Okay. Yeah. They're so bad. Yeah. I don't know why this game is a year and a half old and we don't have an anti cheat. I know Activision is just a small indie company, you know. Very small. They're so small, small, they don't have any money coming in. It's not, just crazy. not a huge budget. And they, I, they've thrown up excuses like, oh, we'd have to recode the game. Do it. Shut the game down for a year and bring it back with an anti-cheat and you'll be so much more successful i don't i don't care and like because like the other day we were playing we were playing quads my whole team was dead i knew there was a guy above me and there were two guys under me there were three squads left including mine i jumped down off this rock after i played up to kill these guys they whip around and headshot me with a sniper with without ever scoping in before i hit the ground and i we got third place because of that and i was like guys i am getting off this game so, because of that, and because of all the other issues with Warzone, uh, I got a lot of my buddies that were really into Warzone. We've been playing Apex, and it's been freaking awesome. say It seems like for like the more, like, quote-unquote, serious Battle Royale experience, Apex is the place to go. Oh, it's a blast. I've always been bigger fan of Apex than I have of uh warzone but getting people to actually play it because i just want to play shit with my friends so getting people to actually migrate over that's really awesome especially it was really easy to do right now because we're going into a new season starting tomorrow new characters getting dropped with the world's edge map is getting updated i'm really looking forward to it and they seem pretty keen they talked about how much they want to get the battle pass and start going in we've been playing a couple of the ranked games just to kind of get a feel for it and get a groove going as a group and Apex kicks ass, honestly. It's probably, in my opinion, it's the best battle royale. I love Fortnite, but in terms of like competitive battle royales, Apex takes the cake. Yeah, plus it just it, the fast-paced nature is just satisfying. It's just fun in general, just to like find a big hill and just slide on down it. Yeah, the movement's super fun, and like the thing that gets me with it is it's like it's fucking eye candy, dude. Apex looks so damn good. And it's not even like the next-gen version. It's not a Series X or S version of the game. It's the base version that runs on all the other fucking consoles. It looks so damn good on my Series X. I can't get over it. It's it's super fun. The combat, it's so much more satisfying because you kind of have to work with your team in it. Yeah, you can get really good and dominate kills. He's sneaking away. You can get, you know... Uh, team stuff and fight with your team it takes a lot to take down a whole squad by yourself unlike warzone where if somebody's cracked they could go in and wipe a squad in like like a second it's ridiculous yeah, so i'm i'm really liking that and speaking of battle rails another game i did play i hopped into spell break with toby over the week and that one's fun but I, oh that i guess is, we did play that we did play spell break for a second there <laughs> but yeah spell break's another fun one i i like them lately i've been liking like the more unique battle royales right like you know sh sure is they're okay you know you know i'll hop in with on fortnite with you guys and yeah. play some games and like that's a good time because i'm like i'm playing with you guys but playing myself it's just like eh. yeah but like the more unique stuff like spell break and then pretty soon actually scratch that today actually uh that hunter's arena game just dropped on playstation plus so yeah. i'm gonna have to download that and check that out now <laughs> yeah spell break was cool 
I think it's not it's, it's not a super active game. There it, the queue times were pretty long. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's fun. It just feels like Fortnite with magic instead of guns. It was a good enough magic time, missile. and it was an easy. It's if you have an Xbox and you like achievement hunting, fuck's sake, it is an easy hundred percent. Go yeah, go ahead you... and get that. It's super super easy. But anyways. This is the end of the chat gaming podcast. I forgot to bring up the you know the normal rigmarole at the start here. Uh, rigmarole. So we are on podcast services. Still not on Apple. I've kind of given up hope on getting on there at this point, being that we're seven episodes in. But we talk all things gaming every week. We have this on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Rico, what do you got for me? Oh no, I was just I have a theory now of why we're not on Apple because. Yeah. It's because you're going into nursing, so you're going to be around doctors. So now the saying's reversed. Uh, doctor a day keeps Apple away. <laughs> <laughs> but we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a couple of other services, as well as video format on YouTube. This week on the YouTube channel, we had me do the Microsoft Flight Simulator gameplay video that I talked about. And then Rico covered not only the PlayStation Plus games for August, but the also the DualSense controller and if it is really going to change the game. So that is all available now. I'm going to try and have a review up for The Ascent soon. I've just been studying and I haven't done much at all for YouTube, whether it be, you know, enter the chat or my main channel. So I've been kind of slacking on the content, but, you know, got to actually have a job because this one doesn't, this doesn't pay the bills yet. But topic of the week, we are going to talk about PlayStation. Because I think if you follow any gaming news or anything like that, PlayStation is in an interesting spot relative to they Xbox are. and even Nintendo. Yeah, they're very in a very precarious position. So for like those of you who don't know, like of course we're nearing like the last like quarter of the year, really. You know, Xbox has like quite a few games coming out. Uh, Nintendo does like to basically round out this year, get stuff out for the holidays. PlayStation doesn't really have a whole lot, at least for like the later, uh, towards more closer towards the end of the year. Like, uh, right now, their biggest release for towards the end of this year is like Deathloop and then the director's cuts for Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding. But aside from like the indie stuff coming out, that's really it. Yeah. So, so it's like we already knew Deathloop was coming, we knew Deathloop yeah. was coming. That's been one that everybody's had their eye on. They've been covering it super heavily. And then they did announce the director's cut. So we're getting DLC for Ghost of Tsushima as well as a PS5 version. And then a little bit of like sprinkled in content for Death Stranding. It's not quite to the scale that the Ghost of Tsushima director's cut is. It's just, you know, yeah. a couple extra things thrown in here and there. And that was not supposed to be it for this year. Because originally Horizon Forbidden West was supposed to drop this year, but then they came out and said that the game had been delayed till 2022, which honestly well, is fine with me. Well, I was gonna ask, like, did uh, I don't know, I didn't ever saw it on Twitter, like, did Sony themselves come out and say it, or like the developers come out and say it, or has it's that not, just been like it's the not, rumor current, like, it's not like, officially not confirmed, conf confirmed, it's not officially confirmed. I haven't seen anywhere that it's been officially confirmed, but. Right. multiple news outlets are reporting on it saying that it is yeah. delayed until so for, 2022 so for the sake of our conversation topic we'll just say for now like it is delayed till 2022 more than likely yes more and that's not a surprise because i mean we saw the game way back before e3 even i believe before e3 and then what was it last state of play which was in yeah. just in 
July or June. And uh, we still, got that extended gameplay look. And still no release date, which was weird for yeah. a game that was coming out this year. We thought that was yeah. very odd. And honestly, I'm uh, the thing that everyone needs to be aware of, you know, we're not upset by any means that it's delayed. I'd rather this game be really good than come out unfinished or half-baked like Cyberpunk yeah. did. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I've, everyone, I'm surprised, like, even now people still haven't, people net by now should have learned their lesson with Cyberpunk. It's like, if a game gets delayed, then so be it. Like, if they fail, they feel they need more time to make the game right, let them. We can wait. <laughs> and the point of this conversation isn't to go after, you know, the developers of Horizon or talk about that. We're more curious no, about the about actual that. state of PlayStation going into the end of this year because we've talked about this a little bit in the past. There isn't really a lot of games that really are like, this is why you need to have a PlayStation 5. Like, yeah, there, there so aren't far... those games yet. Because most of the yes. big titles, like Horizon and the new God of War coming out, are going to be PlayStation 4 games as well. Yeah, so far the only like big-time PS5 games are Ratchet and & Clank and Returnal. Now, for all we know, these director's cuts for PS5, that could also push uh, PS5 sale n numbers, like... Uh, due to like exclusive like features or maybe certain exclusive content like final fantasy 7 uh remake integrate which was basically that it's uh i guess you could almost say director's cut it's version of a director's cut yeah uh the deal the actual intermission dlc was just for ps5 and i don't know if you know there's a lot of ff7 fans out yep. there so that could have drove numbers too so it it seems like they're definitely going through a different approach for this generation yeah, it's it's just a very interesting state because if you take a look at Xbox, we know exactly what's coming out for Xbox. We're not in the dark like we are with PlayStation. Yeah. Like we know Deathloop and the director's cuts and then nothing else the rest of the year. So yeah. we know what Xbox is bringing. You know, we got Psychonauts this month. We've got uh, Halo coming out and apparently that's looking really good. The gameplay came out, you know, for the beta and all that stuff and everybody's over the moon at Halo. They just dropped the Ascent and Flight Simulator. We've got a lot of stuff back for Blood coming out in October. A lot of stuff coming that we know is going to be a banger over on the Xbox side. Even Nintendo. You know, we just had Skyward Sword Remastered come out. We've got the Pokemon stuff coming. Pokemon Unite just dropped. We got Pokemon Shining Pearl uh, and Brilliant Diamond coming. And Legends Arceus right in January. So that's not even like super far off. We have a pretty good idea what's coming on the Nintendo side of things as well. Whereas PlayStation, you're just like... You're just kind of yeah. like wondering where are the main PlayStation games, where are the main, yeah. you know, your meat and potatoes. Yeah. So like, as we know right now, it, as of right now, it seems like 2022, like there's nothing like with a concrete date, but so far PlayStation does have a, quite a few bigger games, at least slated for 2022, you know, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Next God of War. I think Tokyo Ghostwire is supposed to aim for next year too. Uh, we also got confirmation that that indie uh, game Stray is supposed to drop early 2022 as well. Yeah. So it's like they have stuff slated, but no like concrete dates yet. And I like <laughs> one thing I find funny about all of it is the the conversation has quickly changed from Xbox has no games to now PlayStation has no games. It's done a 180 on us. It's very it's very bizarre, definitely. Like because you know PlayStation had games, but they're being very slow and mysterious about getting them out or at least being like telling us when we're going to get them or yeah. that they're in development now i will say though like uh, earlier this week from the ps5 only twitter account that 
there's supposedly a rumored PlayStation 5 of uh no, just normal PlayStation events supposed to happen in September. Mm-hmm. Nothing like confirmed, but that's just rumored. So who knows? At this event they could like we could actually finally get some more like big juicy info for either the rest of this year or maybe like early next year. Yeah. And we talked about it earlier where you brought up the Kotaku situation and them saying that this was delayed. And you were like, well, they could have, they could announce something a little later. You talked about this particular event. And I'm just thinking if they were going to come out and announce stuff for the rest of the year outside of like the director's cuts, like new games, I feel like we would have had that closer to E3. I feel like they would have wanted to get on that hype train with everybody else because Xbox had the mind share there. Xbox was on right. everybody's mind after that conference. And you'd think right now with the situation being what it is they'd want to get on that and be like hey you guys are hyped about xbox but look over here what's going on on playstation yeah you'd think but like playstation like so far has been going like a different approach for things you know like not being a part of e3 and basically like doing their own thing in terms of announcing games and holding their own events and stuff and it's like it seems like they want to generate their own hype and not so much like right off of other video game hype that's just what it looks like i'm not saying it's a necessarily good idea but that's what it's looking like right now yeah. and i i forgot to mention i forgot to mention there is going to be uh psychonauts on playstation i do believe i'm fairly certain psychonauts is also coming to the playstation side uh but it is throttled really hard because i believe the original was also on playstation uh but it's been throttled it's not getting you know the 120 frames per second stuff and all that good jazz it's just yeah getting, it's getting the basic as little work as possible which doesn't surprise me i mean they want you to come over and play it on xbox where it's going to be the best experience for you right of course we're gonna like try and like keep not make the ps5 version as good as the xbox version it's like no this is where you should play it <laughs> but you know I think I, I think the conversation is going to get more interesting if we get Toby involved because of the fact that we <laughs> we are special cases in terms of this. Like Toby doesn't follow any of this shit. Like he's not like yeah. us. He's not on the social media. <laughs> he's not doing the homework and all that like we do. So I and he just got the PlayStation Five. So the question becomes, Toby, Hi. what games are you looking forward to on PlayStation the rest of the year? Like what are you going to be playing on your PlayStation Five? Um, there really isn't anything that excites me coming <laughs> soon for PlayStation 5. Like, when I, when you sent me the text saying that, hey, I, you can potentially get a PlayStation 5, my first thought was, what games are out? <laughs> like, what, what reason do I really have to upgrade? And the only reason that I did was because when am I going to get one again? Yeah. That was the only reason. Like, I don't really have any games that are sticking out. Like, oh, I'm going to get that when that drops. Yeah. Um. So, nothing really. I'm probably just going to grind out some of the games like Ghost of Tsushima. I might play God of War again on it. That would be so nice. As I say, you at least got that PlayStation Plus collection now, which, yeah. not all of it, of course, like, obviously not all of it or any of it, I, if I remember correctly, is like a PS5 version, but at least be like higher quality and what than what you would have got on base ps so i so it's safe to say that the biggest thing you're looking forward to on your playstation this year is the director's cut of ghost of tsushima they'll probably get that and play the expansion oh yeah for sure so, so yeah. you so that's what i'm getting at here like you're not keen on death loop you're not like they don't have 
enough there for people that aren't like me and Rico who buy every freaking game that comes out. They don't have enough for yeah. the standard casual gamer to really like motivate people to be like, I kind of need a PlayStation 5 right now. Like Toby said, he was like, I really don't need a PlayStation 5 right now because I don't have a ton of games that are like coming out and I'm looking forward to. But in a couple of years, it might be a different story. He just wanted to yeah, play so, his current games that, you know, the higher, like he said earlier, Ghost of Tsushima looks pretty freaking nice at 60 frames. It does. <laughs> the way I think they might be going about it, and if I remember correctly, they might have done something similar when PS4 came out, is I think is they're basically starting out where most of their, like, catalog is going to be, like, PS4 games with a PS5 version. So it's like, now you can play a much better version of a game from the last generation. And that for just for like the first year with a few couple like PS5 exclusives, either games or content sprinkled in here and there. And then this next year, 2022, is when they're really going to hammer down and be like, you want games? I mean, I get that, but that's not why I play games on PlayStation. I play games on PlayStation for the exclusives. I mean, in the past, I, know, I played I'm... everything on PlayStation because that's the only console I had. But, like, if I have the option to play stuff like Back for Blood, for example, it's going to be on Xbox Day 1. So, like, as someone who has access to Game Pass anywhere, including last-generation consoles, why would I bother getting a $500 investment if there's no games coming? Console's pretty. <laughs> kind of it's kind of it's kind of an odd looking motherfucker there if you is none <laughs> it's kind of an, there is no reason it's a it's a weird looking motherfucker if you want me to be honest with you but yeah that's my point is like if you're not someone who wants to play ratchet and clank and needs to play ratchet and clank like right now or you know you don't care about returnal like me i don't give a shit about returnal I, which is I, a mistake i could not care less so for me i'm playing backlog which i mean it's fine with me i'm cool with spending the money now having the damn thing talking about it you know how pretty the games look but not a lot i'm not the average consumer okay i'm a, a fanatic i like gaming i like everything gaming i want to talk about it so I, that's just it's a curious spot and i've never i don't remember a time and i'm sure it's happened and i just can't think of it off the top of my head but like we're going into the end of this year, and Sony is relying almost exclusively on third-party developers. Yeah, because, like, I, I wasn't even so much thinking about, like, uh, Deathloop coming out towards the end of this year. I was thinking more of uh, Kena coming out, which, sadly, that did get delayed a little bit. I forget what it got delayed to, but, like, that was one of the games I was looking forward to most, and that's third party as well <laughs> yep and they're like i mean it is a timed exclusive is it timed or is it permanent exclusive i can't recall i would have to double check after this but I it is it is a playstation exclusive you know that's a reason to have the system but like outside of those two games you got Deathloop and you got Kena, which is more of a double a than a triple a title you're looking yeah. at you know battlefields coming you're looking at call of duty whenever the hell activision decides to announce that well we'll see with uh all the shit that's yeah, with the lawsuit. going on with Activision. Yeah, lawsuit and all the harassment, but uh, we won't get into that now. Let's just say uh, Activision, get your shit get together. Get your shit together. <laughs> so we got Battlefield. We've got Call of Duty. What else? There's Dying Light 2, Far Cry 6. Like Those are the big games that are coming back, out at the end of the year. Let's see. Uh, did you already say Back for Blood? Back for Blood, yes. That is coming as well. So they, they got like five big titles. And, and to yeah. be fair... Here's the thing with Back for Blood. It's a, it's another example there. That's going to be on Game Pass. You have to convince people to spend that much money. Is it a $60 title? I don't even know because I'm not worried about it because I have Game Pass. But like, 
it, if it's 60 bucks, that's a hard ask for people to hop in and play a game like that when there's so many other free options on PlayStation. Yeah, I know. It's like PlayStation, it almost feels like a PlayStation has got to like lax. Like for the longest time, they've been like the the big boys, you know, doing way better than like Xbox and Nintendo and sales and stuff like that. The games they were playing out. And now it seems like Xbox has... You know, they finally got their stuff together. They know what they want to do and how they want to do it. And maybe PlayStation's gotten too relaxed about that. I could see that. I see. I could think that for so long, for pretty much the entire generation of the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox, PlayStation kind of dominated. They were kind of... But now Xbox has gone on the offensive. They now have Bethesda. They've got all these games coming out on Game Pass. Game Pass is a success right now. It's, It's a lot of people are talking about. And... I think Sony didn't wasn't aggressive enough going into this generation with stuff that was like need to play. Because, again, there's games like Miles Morales that launched on the PlayStation 5, but are also on your PlayStation 4. Now, we also have to acknowledge, you know, like stuff definitely could have been affected, you know, due to COVID this oh, 100%, past year. 100%. So we have to at least acknowledge that, like, you know, they could have had stuff planned for like later this year. But like due to COVID, like things didn't probably like get as far along as they wanted to. So they've had to either like refrain from announcing stuff or like with horizon they had to make the unfortunate decision of delaying it to at least next year which will probably still come out pretty early next year is my best guess i could see it being a spring game i mean and the same happened in god of war god of war was also delayed i mean i didn't think ragnarok was coming this year regardless oh no definitely not (laughs) but it was another game that did get a delay on it yeah and i guess I mean, again, this is another third party. If CD Projekt Red hits their target, then we have the next gen versions of Cyberpunk coming this year too. I forgot about that. I mean, I mean, they should. Which was like funny enough. Uh, like when Cyberpunk came back to the PlayStation Store, I guess like after just a week on the store, it already became like the most like like the highest uh bought game on PlayStation. Uh for that month in that just like week long time frame. So it's like people still want to play cyberpunk, but it's just a matter of like getting that next gen version and all the shit fixed. Yeah. I think it, I think that game will still be successful. It's not, the thing is I, I like the game. I really liked cyberpunk. It's not the developer's fault. It's the big wigs, you know, up at the top of the corporation that pushed this game out early. It's the people who don't know how development goes. But yeah, so it's just an interesting, interesting spot that PlayStation finds themselves in. And it's a weird spot because, like like I was saying earlier, there's not really games on PlayStation, at least especially in the multiplayer scene. Like, I mean, sure, you can go through your backlog and do whatever the hell you want to do in that regard. Like, hey, Toby's going through Ghost of Tsushima. I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima. But in terms of, like, multiplayer, new stuff that's hot and you're going to be all over it, there's not a whole lot of stuff like if you think about xbox halo boom right there that's huge not only is it big but it's free to play for multiplayer coming later this year yeah and the only big multiplayers that are going to be on playstation are like all the you know cross well not so much cross platform but stuff that's going to be on multiple platforms basically stuff that will be everywhere and it's not necessarily going to push console sales yeah no not really the only uh thing that i can think of like push consoles that seems like Sony's doing is like if they have a uh like a somewhat big multiplayer game coming out like for example hunters arena legends they'll probably put it on playstation plus you know get those like player numbers up for like at least its first month because you know free download game for the month why not hop into it 
I don't know if that's the best uh, course of action. Now, they do have, I guess, like, a few, uh, like, of their, like, newer studios or, like, other studios in the works, like, working on some, like, exclusive uh, online multiplayer games, like AAA multiplayer games. We just don't know what they are when we'll get them yet. So yeah. it's, like, they are aiming to, like, get a bigger, like, foot in the door on, like, the online multiplayer action game that's just for their console. It's just... You know, matter of waiting and seeing what they put out. Yeah, Toby, what are your thoughts on all this? Because again, you are that casual gamer. You're not the one that's on Twitter following all these games, buying all these games. What do you got? Well, from absorbing everything that y'all have been talking about, it seems that you guys think that Sony's concerned. Why would Sony be concerned? They they don't have to push sales on the PS5. All right, everything they're making as of right now as you have said repeatedly, has a PlayStation 4 version. And just like Rico told us earlier, they did this when PS4s came out. This is just their plan. Why? I don't think that they're going to stress. I think they're just going to keep going the way that they're going. They're going to take it nice and slow, keep pushing games back. They've done it before. Like, I don't how many times did was The Last of Us 2 push back? Uh, twice, I believe. Yeah, yeah, so there's so they're willing to push their big name games back just to make sure that they're gonna run the way that they want. So I think they're just gonna relax, let things go, and when they can get the games out, they'll get them out, and that will be enough to bring people in. Yeah, I can see that. Like, it does sound like very like so. It's like, yeah, they do seem like two legs, but at the same time, you do make a good point. Like, it seems like they've always been like, like they recognize the positions they're in. Like, even regardless of like ps5 not really having like too many exclusive games it's still just doing like insane sales numbers even though they're still not easy to come by yeah the thing I, and this is just my thought is like with how strong xbox has been out the gate and how many people i see you know talking about game pass and people that are making the switch and like playing more on the xbox side like it's just Especially because, like, there's the rumors of the stream box and all the stuff coming where, you know, you don't even have to have the Xbox right. console. You just have to have the little dongle that you plug into your TV. Like, I, I think Sony needs to get a little scared, needs to get in the right mindset going into this and pushing games back, especially in the first year of not having. And then, oh, there's another side of this that I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here in a second. But I think in the first year of this console's life cycle, this is something they really need to be stressing about considering the fact that Xbox doesn't give a shit. If you buy the next gen version of their console, or if you play on the previous version, they just want you to play them by their games. And they're allowing that across all their platforms. I think they kind of need to get worried because they are doing this weird thing where some games only come to PlayStation 4. Well, they come to PlayStation 5 and then other games are on both. It's this weird balancing act that I don't know why Sony is doing and not committing because they said they believe in generations, but it doesn't fucking seem that way going into this generation. It does not yeah, seem I, that way. Yeah, I feel like like that there was like, maybe that was just like a poor thing to say because like it's putting in all people's minds like, you know, right from the get-go, we're going to have, like, a shit ton of games, like, just for PS5 when that was never the plan in the first place. So I think that was more so just, like, poor choice of words and execution on their part. Instead, basically giving people the wrong, like, idea or mindset. For well, I think generation. that's more of an interpretation thing. Because yeah, that too. Just because they say, oh, we believe in generations doesn't mean that they don't understand that there's a chip shortage and that that's almost impossible to get a next-gen console as we speak 
Yeah. So they're they're also putting out games that. still on their previous system for good reason. But that's what I'm getting at is only some games are coming to the previous generation where Xbox is like play whatever the fuck you want right there. If somebody right now is thinking, hmm, I want to play a lot of the new games that are coming out with PlayStation, some of them you gotta buy the new console. You're missing out on Ratchet and Clank and things and Death Loop and things like that. Where on Xbox, it's like, you know, I really don't have the money right now for an Xbox, but I have a PC, or I have a buddy who wants to get rid of his Xbox One and only charging, you know, a small amount. I could play on that and have all the new games versus on PlayStation. It's a balancing act. You got to figure out, you know, what do you want to play where? Yeah, it's like, it's, uh, it's just a weird situation. They're in a really. weird spot like... where they're, they're going back and forth between their generations and it's make, it's putting a split. There's a divide. Whereas on the other side of things, there's no upgrade really necessary. You just play the games wherever you got access to them. Yeah, it's more so it seems like that, like, uh, Xbox, their main, like, concern or focus is basically getting their player base numbers up. Not so much console sales or anything, that just player base, and that's the reason for, like, the stream deck, you know, playing Xbox, uh, Game Pass games, you know, a PC, uh, current gen and last gen Xbox consoles, all that stuff. They're basically just focusing on, like, getting their player base as up and as big as possible, whereas... Sony, like they, it seems like they are still focused on like getting those uh, next gen, current gen sales up at the same time, like not still being somewhat inclusive of the previous gen. So it's like, it's like Sony doesn't, does know, but doesn't know what they want to do. And the whole thing with the interpretation of generations, you know, and everything is that with they believe in generations, it's not like they said that in 2019. They said it in the middle of 2020 during the pandemic. If you wanted to back out of that and be like, we don't want, you know, to really have our player base split and we still want to put stuff out on PS4 because the pandemic's affecting us. They needed to make that a lot clearer instead of in the middle of the pandemic being like, we believe in generations. Spider-Man's a PS5 game. This is a PS5 game. And then after that initial announcement, when pre-orders went live and everybody got excited and pre-ordered, and then they were like, well, by the way, half the games that we talked about are actually coming out on PlayStation 4. That was kind of scummy. Ian, so just a little bit yeah so in my eyes it's just it's just very they put themselves and i don't really feel bad for them i feel bad for the developers that are getting a lot of shit for it but i don't really feel bad for sony in general <laughs> it's like it's questionable how like sony's handling things lately yeah it's just it they, they've kind of put themselves in a weird spot and I on, on the other side of things, I agree. It could definitely be the chip shortage and the pandemic and everything that is pushing them to be like, you know what, let's make... Because, I, I mean, a lot of these games have been play-tested and developed on the base PS4 version, and they were going to be up or whatever you have to get them onto the PlayStation 5. So I understand that they were just like, you know what, we can't sell enough units because of the pandemic, the chip shortage, whatever the case may be. I get that side of the argument that that might be why they're pushing these PS4 versions, but at the same time, you set yourself up for failure in the middle of the pandemic by saying you believed in generations. That pisses a lot of people off. Yeah. Plus, you also got to think, like, how long were like, some of these games that do have PS4 versions in development to where, like, when they started development, did they only have, like, PS4 hardware to test it on? 
And then later when they got the PS5 dev, dev kits, then that's when they decided, oh, we'll do a PS5 version too. So it's like, there's a lot of like background stuff that's like in questions like, did X, Y, and Z happen? And that's why this is happening. It's, just, it's a lot of speculation on so like why things are the way they are now with Sony and the current gen. <laughs> yeah. Now, I and you keep talking, well, we talked previously about the possible, you know, Sony event, state of play, whatever the hell it's going to be. What right. what do we think it's gonna be? That is a good question because, like, obviously, Horizon for Bear West more than likely delayed till next year. God of War also delayed till next year. Tokyo Ghostwire, I was that already said not come out till next year. I forget. I believe that is next year. Yeah, I was gonna. It makes sense because, like, why have like two Bethesda games come out like in such close time span of each other? Yeah. So really, it's hard to say like unless they have just some sort of like big surprise like hidden in the works that they've never mentioned and they're gonna pull a nintendo saying like hey we're making this game and guess what it comes out next week or next month <laughs> yeah toby so, what do you like, what do you think what are you what are you thinking do you think there's any chance that they have something up their sleeve that they've just been hiding from us or are they just gonna show off other stuff i mean i have no idea because <laughs> i haven't watched anything like uh um what is this called state of play state i guess play. i haven't watched anything like that since 2018 <laughs> oh, so i'm i i don't know what they they would even show at this point i'm just here i like seeing it after the fact it feels more hype my my yeah. thought okay they're dropping it right on top of death loop because death loop comes out in september and so yeah. it's obviously Deathloop's off the table. They've done plenty of those. I don't think we really need to push Deathloop any yeah. harder. I yeah, don't the way I... think yeah. that there's going to be any more new games that are going to be announced at this for this year. Right. I have a couple theories, okay? I think a good possibility... Put on a tinfoil hat. Put on a tinfoil <laughs> hat. Get ready, folks, all right? You strapped in. You're ready to fucking roll. We're going to do this. All right, first off, I think The Last of Us... Part 2 gets a director's cut, including a remaster of the original Last of Us game, and that gets announced at a possible event. I can see that, because wasn't it already, like... It was uh, already rumored they were that... working on another remaster of the original game, which I don't think anybody was asking for. Nobody was asking for, but if it's something that's a part of a director's cut for a PS5 version and for Last of Us 2, then it makes sense. I agree. I agree. So... That is my first theory, is that they are working on Last of Us Part 2, Director's Cut. It's going to have a little bit of extra, maybe a little DLC content. It's going to have a remaster of the original game on top there. It's going to be all one big bundle. It's going to be probably, I'm going to guess, you know, probably under the range of like a $30 to $40 upgrade, similar to Ghost of Tsushima style, if you already have the game. More than likely. <laughs> That's my best guess going off of that. Another thought is, maybe I'm mistaken, I'm pretty sure I'm accurate in this regard, isn't there a deal right now between Sony and Activision in terms of Call of Duty? Yes, like uh, they're getting content past, earlier. Like, yes, yeah. Basically, it's like a similar deal to what like Call of Duty like many years ago with used Xbox. To have with, yes, yeah, with Xbox. It's basically the same kind of deal where some content's exclusive but not quite. Yes, all so, of it. I don't remember. Second thought is because of this deal, they're going to really push the Call of Duty. The Call of Duty More is going that. to be at this event. It's going. That's where they're going to announce it. That's where they're going to show off gameplay, some multiplayer stuff, and they're going to talk about all the fun reasons you need this on PlayStation. Probably go into a lot of the DualSense stuff. 
That's my biggest yeah. thing is they're really going to put an emphasis on, hey, this is going to be sweet on PlayStation because you got your haptic feedback, you got your adaptive triggers, you got this, that, and the freaking other. This is That's where they're going to come out and say, hey, this is the new Call of Duty because that's about two months out from you know your good old November release window for Call of Duty. And they've been known in the past to for games that you know are coming – I'm not saying that they we have no idea that the game's coming and they're going to release something later this year. I'm saying in the past with The Last of Us, they've always been, they, here's the state of play showing gameplay and here's the release date, right? So yeah, here's the Call of Duty. Here's the release date for Call of Duty. Here's what to expect. And it's going to be at this event because that makes sense in my brain considering we haven't heard shit about this new Call of Duty. Yeah, we have, I have like normally at this point you would hear like at least rumors or like leaks on like what even the theme of this next call of duty is we haven't heard anything yet yeah there's rumors that it's like a world war ii because everybody wanted that again but yeah so i that's my second thought and then finally i if they have anything that they haven't announced yet that's coming out for the rest of the year it's going to be more director's cuts we might see you know a god of war director's cut we might see uh what's some other ones maybe a, an infamous because they're just writing this name okay they're mm-hmm. writing the freaking yes. name they're getting infamous director's cut maybe they slap on the original two games on there oh that'd be good yeah, <laughs> yeah. see that's uh, what i'm saying yeah. and I, that's my theory is that it's gonna be oh, fucking dirty to me <laughs> it's not gonna be anything new it's gonna be a lot of the old stuff or stuff we already know is coming it's going to be just, you know, slight improvements. Here's the upgrades, and this is all we've got for you because we were not planning ahead. Yeah, like an infamous one I could really, you know, see, especially on the heels of, like, a Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut, and Sucker Punch just keeps, you know, riding that big big hype wave. And it, it makes sense, you know, you got the first two infamous games, which were both PS3, so we haven't seen them in a while. It's not like they got to remaster anything for PS4, so yeah. that would work out. And Infamous Second Son, another great game that came out very early in the PlayStation 4's life cycle. And then you could also include the uh, First Light Standalone DLC with that too. So just a big, giant, infamous uh, director's cut bundle. Yep. So th- that's my big theory. That's what I think is likely at this event. I don't foresee anything like mind-blowing getting announced at this i think it's going to be a lot of shit that you could probably predict because i I feel like at this point we would know what's coming you know what i mean i mean to be fair i probably still would lose my shit if it was like if there was an infamous announcement i mean don't get me wrong don't get me wrong (laughs) i would be excited i would be excited but at the same time infamous is already part of the collector's thing the playstation yeah. plus collection so that would be kind of a burn to people that are playing it on there and have to upgrade it and buy the whole thing to get the you know additional stuff right so there's there's a lot of variables here but that's my you can take your tinfoil hats on because that's all i've got in terms of my predictions on what this event could be i really don't think it's going to be anything like insane yeah unless unless of course they also like throw in stuff like to come out early next year you know like Horizon, you know, like stuff to come out like beside or before Horizon Forbidden West. Like, who knows? They could See, just like set up from like the end of this year to like early next year. Yeah. That's what they go for. And I, and maybe this is just me. Maybe it's me. I don't want to see anything for next year. I don't care. Okay. Cause that's not imminent. I want to know what I want to play on my PlayStation 5 this year. Within the next six months, what I'm playing on my PlayStation 5. 
And then next thing you know, screen fades to black. You see, you hear footsteps in the snow. The camera pans up and you see Kratos with his axe. God of War Ragnarok trailer starts. Dragons everywhere. Thor's fighting Kratos. Atreus has turned into Loki. Oh my God. And everybody loses their shit. <laughs> see, and like, I, I get it. If you're hyped for that, I get it. But that game, I already know I'm going to play that game. What am I going to play this year? I don't need to see God of War. I don't need to see it and wait a year. That was what, you know, just teasing that Ragnarok was coming. That's all I needed for that. Returnal. No, no, I don't have an interest. <laughs> you got director's cuts. That's it. <laughs> you get director's cut, which like it's very. I, I remember like um, Hideo uh, Kojima, you know, guy behind Death Stranding, yep, you know, yep. beautiful, weird, the beautiful, weird mind that he is, mm -hmm. said like said like these uh, director's cuts are not so much. He doesn't like calling them director's cuts because that's implied like this is stuff that was cut from the orig original yeah, game. Yeah, this is no. all DLC. Yeah, this is all DLC. So like this was stuff that was never originally planned. This is all like yeah. added stuff. I saw that. So it's and like it's to it's me it's just, just like name choice. Yeah, it's it's just a branding thing. It's a way for them to throw out a new box for people to that really hard collectors want to go out and get the new physical version. It's just yeah. a branding thing and I think it's an interesting choice. I don't really see the need for it personally. Yeah, no, it's very I feel like they definitely could have went with a different name choice like one that made a bit more sense here's the real thing behind the director's cut okay it's it's a branding thing it's also an excuse for them to be like hey here's why you need to pay for your ps5 upgrades instead of them just giving the ps5 upgrades for free they just they're putting extra content on it and being like this is why you need to pay us for it so that, that way people can also, can't get mad that and i can also think of it being like you know how recently with movies people would be occasionally get on twitter and like chant for director's cuts of certain movies uh, oh yeah it is a hot out. it is a buzzword right now yeah especially like ever since uh, the snacks the snack zach snyder uh director's cut for justice league came yeah. out and then i also saw not long ago people were clamoring for the uh i believe it was the suicide squad director's cut like the original suicide squad yep. director's cut to come out so it's like who knows maybe like sony was like uh piggybacking off of that saying like you know a lot of people are talking about director's cuts what if we like implement that into like new versions of our games what if we just lie about what the game what if we is? just lie <laughs> this, what if... Was, this stuff was never this stuff was never cut but you know they <laughs> don't need to know <laughs> what if what if we just clickbaited our own games <laughs> that, that's it uh, sony has finally discovered clickbait and they're implementing it into their games <laughs> yeah it's just it's a weird choice. I'm not mad at it. Like I'm gonna buy the games, and yeah. I'm not. I'm not. It, it, honestly, it's smarter to go buy a pre-owned version of one of the games and then upgrade it because it's cheaper than buying the actual PS5 version. But pretty much, <laughs> like I can go buy uh, Death Stranding for like thirty bucks at GameStop and then upgrade it for ten. I spend forty versus the whatever sixty or seventy it's worth on PS5. Yeah, pretty much. It's like there are ways to get like a good deal out of it now. Of course, like. People like, you know, like me and you, we usually get our games like as soon as they drop basically. So it's like we don't necessarily save any money when they announce these like director's cuts or these new bundles. But it's like, what do we care? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's a weird, weird situation with Sony. And it's not to dog on them. I mean, I do. I don't feel bad for the position they're in, but it's just yeah. it's an interesting topic because honestly, like my PlayStation and I didn't even mean to turn it off. It was in rest mode playing Ghost of Tsushima. 
I didn't mean to turn it off. My air conditioner, I had to pull it out the window. It spilled all over the outlet, so I had to pull out the air, the cord, and I forgot the PlayStation was on. But it's remained off since, you know, like Monday. And we're recording this on Monday. So last week, it was the last time this thing was on. And it's just... I, <laughs> I just... It's just the way it is. I don't know. It's just... It's just, it's an interesting, interesting situation. It, it's Yeah, it's like, it, it's just a real, like, not so much like dogging on something. It's like, obviously, like, they have a plan set out and they know what they're doing. It's just like, it's more of like a head scratcher. It's like, what that plan is and how are they really and it's, going about it's it? It's more we're just trying to understand because we give a shit and we want to play games yeah. on our PlayStations. Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm we're going to be using our PlayStations to knock out backlog stuff now just in higher quality, but... So, like, I want to at least know, like, what is coming? What is coming relatively soon? Yeah. These director's cuts, like, yeah, they're pretty cool. And, like, I'm very excited for the Ghost of Tsushima one because I've been hoping for a DLC for that one and an mm -hmm. excuse to hop back into it. But at the same time, it's like, I want, like, the... I just want that, like, one new game uh, that isn't, like... Because, obviously, Horizon for Bear West going to get that. Next God of War going to get that. I want, like, that one new game, like, new IP to come out and drop that's gonna like grab my attention and make me want to pour hours into that forspoken that was another game coming out next year <laughs> yeah it's just there's a lot coming there's a lot to look forward to on playstation there's just i don't really think anyone needs to go out of their way to try and get one this year if you got a playstation 4 and you still got games to play i think you're pretty good well i guess like that sort of like begs the question and something like also is like somewhat direct towards tony if it weren't for the pandemic and chip shortage and like PS5s were like regularly available almost pretty much everywhere. Would you have gotten a PS5 like as soon as possible or would you have waited? I probably would have gotten it as soon as possible because that's where all my games were at originally. Yeah. And so you, it's like So you're saying you like, wouldn't have waited. No, I wouldn't have waited. If they were on the shelves? Interesting. Yeah, if they were on if they were on the shelves when the systems dropped, I would have had a PS5 because I could have I would have finally had something other than my original PS4 that was starting to have issues and stutter cool. all over the place. So essentially you would get it like just to have like better and stronger hardware while also getting like, you know, having something to play the next generation of games on. Is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, which I get that, like, you know, maybe people like like me, like for the longest time I was debating on getting a PS4 Pro because like, you know, like yours is doing, my PlayStation would sound like a jet engine getting ready to take off anytime I fired something up, even something as not as graphically strong as Fortnite. But then I was like holding out, I was like, maybe the PS5 gets announced, and when it gets announced, I'm just like, screw PS4 Pro, I'm just hopping in on PS5. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, when they said that you could have all your PS4 games on it, I was like, yeah, there's no reason to get any other version of a PS4. Just get the yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. Which like that was that was like all I needed. That was like all I was if I can still play my PS4 games, like fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, like I had no intentions of getting an Xbox. When they first announced both of these systems, no intentions. <laughs> but then Man, as time goes yeah, on, like <laughs> but then as time goes on, like, you know, xbox and you know like like nico said they're putting out like games it pretty much seems like every month they're at least coming out with like one like somewhat big title like whether it's a, a huge title you know like hail infinite comes out later to see you or like some of the smaller stuff like a and a death store coming out on xbox 
Oh, I mean, I'm happy I have my Xbox. It's just I originally would have never anticipated having it. Oh, yes. Like, I eventually plan on getting one at one point just because Death Doors alone looks like fun. I would want to hop in on that. Death Door is good. It's very good. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, it's just uh, that surprises me, though, Toby. I I figured you would have said you would have waited, but. Because you, your reasoning for getting it now is because you didn't know when you were going to be able to get the PS5. Well, yeah, but that's also because I have an Xbox now. You asked as if I had just, okay. Okay. like, if, okay. if if they were on the shelf. That's a fair point. Thing, yeah, you know? fair. yeah this point. is a completely different hypothetical. Okay, yeah, fair question, fair question. Fair, fair question, fair question. Don't shoot me. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We just kind of rambled. We didn't really have a structure to this. We just said we were going to talk about it yeah which like i mean i feel like it worked out fine for that's kind of how we do most of these anyways we just hop on and have a conversation which i think is more fun than having a structure (laughs) i mean that's i mean that's basically how podcasts are supposed to go it's like we just hop on and talk about shit like it's good to have a topic but as you know we're i'm pretty sure all of us at this point have adhd so we just start (laughs) rambling (laughs) i feel like i'm the only one that consistently though has the tinfoil hat where shit gets crazy i start spitting out wild ideas i was gonna say you got like the you got like the three sides to it you got like you with the tinfoil hat me i got my you know my straw hat sunglasses i'm basically just like laid back go with the flow (laughs) and then you got tony just rocking in his rocker (laughs) and he's just like he's just like i don't really know i just think that some shit's stupid and some shit's cool (laughs) yeah pretty much it's I'm like the he, average joke. It's pretty black yeah, and he, white for Toby. <laughs> yeah, he's like the average guy here. He's just like the guy is like he was walking down the street and me and Nico popped out with our straw and tinfoil hats to be like, hey, you want to talk on the internet? He's like, uh, okay. Sure. <laughs> I suppose so. I got nothing better to do. <laughs> I got nothing to do. <laughs> but I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Thank you all for entering the chat with us. Uh, this week we should have some excellent new content with Hunter's Arena coming. I'm sure we're gonna probably play that one together. Uh, uh-huh. I, I still don't know why the hell Fall Guys isn't out on everything. I'd like to play that. I'll probably have a gameplay video up on the channel for the new Apex season, showing off the new character, all that fun shit. So should be some fun new game, uh, gameplay stuff up on the YouTube channel. Make sure you guys check that out. Like I said, I'm gonna try and have my Ascent video up as well. If you want to follow me, I know the other guys don't really care about the social media side of things. If you want to find me anywhere on social media, it's at Nico Gaming on YouTube. It's a lot of Pokemon over there, and it on Nico Gaming on yeah. Twitter. So yeah. that's all we got for you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace.